Hi guys, welcome to episode 285 of the official podcast. I'm going to let Charlie take over the rest of the introduction. Oh wait, he's not fucking here again. What's happening, Charlie? Where are you? Huh? <laughs> Why are you letting us down? He's never yeah. going to hear this. This is going to be on his channel and everybody's going to be wondering, where the fuck is Charlie? Where in the world is Charlie San Diego? And nobody knows. <laughs> Charlie San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. I've messaged him twice in the last twenty minutes, and he hasn't responded. And I tried calling him. This is a this is like an open call, basically. Where are you, Charlie? <laughs> if anyone in chat knows where Charlie is, please return our boy to us. Yeah, leave it in the comments if you know his whereabouts, his coordinates. Um, we'll, because we'll when the world needed him most, he vanished. How <laughs> easy. <laughs> How easy do you think it would be to get lost in this day and age? Like you, me, or Andrew right now, if we just wanted to like disconnect entirely from the world, make it impossible for anyone to find us? How easy do you think it would be? Hmm. What would what would we need to do to make that happen? Depends on how important you are. Because people get lost all the time. You know those idiot hikers who constantly wander off into the woods and then they're not seen again for like two weeks? Yeah. Yeah, but and that's they discovered like it with like all scraggly with a beard and they've been drinking their own piss for two weeks yeah well yeah i don't want to i don't if possible i want to avoid life dangerous situations otherwise i would have said it would have been easy because kids get kidnapped all the time and i don't want to do that either (laughs) we can't just have you kidnapped jackson (laughs) can you just get on a tricycle put on one of those little hats with a propeller on top and start sucking a lollipop (laughs) (laughs) just live precariously on the street with my lollipop hat (laughs) oh no uvu i'm a little kid and i lost my parents (laughs) get in the first van that pulls up (laughs) i think there's more tactics behind what uh kid kidnappers do uh like i i remember when i was when I was little, the thing that they would always tell me at school is um, just don't trust anyone. Don't trust, like, don't trust anything that an adult says. Not there, even your no, parents. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, and then, and then they said, "All right, now hop in the van. Now that we've convinced you, don't trust your parents." <laughs> um, but yeah, there was like no goodwill, goodwill left in the world in order to trust people. And the the main tactic that they told us about was, like, child molesters used to go around, um, like, talking about or asking for help locating a lost dog at parks. Mm-hmm. And this has happened mm-hmm. multiple times in Australia where, where that would happen and, it, and it, you know, it turned out bad. There was no dog. They were just kidnapping kids, which is terrifying. Yeah, and the, the good old classic, hey, your parents sent me to pick you up, get in the van. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, my... Yeah. Uh, They've well, evolved. Why would you believe that? They have evolved and adapted from the simple Whoa. days of there's candy in my van. They've gotten smarter. Well, now it's all internet. Now it is all internet. Yeah, I've got internet in my van. <laughs> I've got here. roaming 5G. I've got, a fi- I've got a Fortnite van. We're hooked up yeah, to the you... fucking T-Mobile towers. You can play X-Play, all day. That might baby. actually work. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I have Minecraft Realm access. I also don't know how the fuck people get lost in this day and age. If it's unintentional, like I mean, law enforcement can find you. They can. They have your location down to the fucking inch. How do you still get lost? 
Honestly, uh, wait, losses in. I don't know. Walk. Unintentionally lost. I think it's really easy. Just walk into the nearest woods. Don't tell anyone and don't bring a phone or anything. You are now lost. Yeah, but they could like still just send out a couple of drones or helicopters with like heat vision and find you, couldn't they? Looking for you? Well, evidently not because people still go missing and die a lot in, in nature preserves. Yeah. We only use that technology also, for war. Also, imagine you didn't tell anyone. Like, what woods would they look in? I could easily drive my car a couple hours north and walk into the woods there, and no one would know. Yeah, yeah, okay, they, would, so... they would know from traffic cameras and everything, from uh, and see that okay, here's where his vehicle was last seen. So let's look in this vicinity first. I don't think I America thinking... has that infrastructure to that degree. Yeah, I don't think so either. I was thinking you would need to get rid of any technology on your body, otherwise they could track you through that. So the first thing you have to do is, when you're at home, you just need to strip off completely naked, get rid of everything. Mm -hmm. You're not going outside of the house with any kind of technology, or I guess you can keep on clothes if you want, if you're so inclined. You don't need to fully strip off. But I mean, remove all phones or iPhones. I'd even be safe and just take off your watch if if you're wearing a watch, sunglasses as well. Who knows if they've got microchips in them <laughs> i sound like a conspiracy theorist now but uh yeah get all technology off you and then just head out the door and you want to fool the traffic cameras as well ideally so don't walk in a linear direction zigzag serpentine get just find your way to the nearest woods and yeah just just make sure that you're not seen i guess would be my best tip and then as soon as you're in the forest i guess just try to walk to the center and lay down and wait for what? I think it's far easier than that. To be lost. What do you mean? For what? To get lost. Wait, wait for what? <laughs> to, to be lost. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm waiting to be <laughs> lost. Is this a game? Like, is someone supposed to find you? Are you hiding from law enforcement? Well, what is your end goal in being lost? What do you mean? Being what is lost that in goal? its own is the not a goal. Goal is to get lost, right? <laughs> I guess. I thought that's what the hypothetical was. Just lay down and wait for it to be lost. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Okay, I guess that makes sense. Couldn't you just hide in your own house then? Just, I don't know, tear up the drywall and hide inside the walls? What are you fucking talking about? You're not lost in your own house? Who's lost in their own house? You don't have Alzheimer's. It's literally... You're you're on bank records. You're not lost in the woods either if you're not... Okay, Listen, you have to be lost. You have to be hiding from someone else, right? It's other people who can't find you. So you could literally hide in some secret hideaway in your own house, and people wouldn't be able to find you. No, but what? That's the first place they would search if you went lost. They like fucking search the attic. They'd search the basement. They'd search behind well, yeah. cupboards and stuff. Because that's would your they? place of residence. You you're on fucking bank forms and mortgage payments and shit. I would just stay. I, don't think so. I would just stay at a friend's house, and if anyone asked them if they'd seen me, I'd tell them to say no. But you've your fucking friend knows you're not lost. If anyone knows where you are, yeah. you're not lost. But they won't tell anybody. No. The more people are in on a conspiracy, the faster it'll break apart. You can't have that unless you're planning on killing no, your friend. That's not even remotely true. The moon landing's still going strong. Look how many people knew about that. All the camera crews. I watched moon landing footage the other day. Not so much moon landing footage, but moon taking off footage. Like the uh, the spaceship taking off from Earth. 
And I've got to say, that, that shit looked fake. <laughs> it looked highly produced. I was like, damn, these camera shots are nice. What are they using here? What, did it look like a Roland Emmerich movie? Yeah, it did. Oh, we, we, got, we got breaking news on the ground level. We've just located Charlie. He has been found. So you remember before we started recording and I said we should wait 20 minutes and he'll show up? We did wait. We have 30 minutes in right now. No, but I said that we should wait 20 minutes at like right. So right now is when it would have been 20 minutes from when I said we should wait 20 minutes. I don't believe that. Uh Uh-huh. Well, that's fine. It doesn't matter. We just started. It's too bad. We had 10 minutes of fun. But Danny can leave all so this in to show out. just how great we are without needing yeah. Charlie. We don't need so no So Charlie man. sucks no. at being lost, it turns <laughs> out. Yeah, as soon as we start talking about it, he comes out of the woodworks to prove how much he sucks at being lost. <laughs> who do you think historically has been the best at being lost? Probably people who died mm. from being lost. Oh yeah, DB Cooper. Actually, that is that is a good case of someone being so lost. Like he fucking jumped out of a plane and he's still lost. He he, <laughs> he fucking stole why money. He's lost. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> true. He just died. He probably just splattered into a tree someplace and got eaten by bears. Oh, the JFK shooter is another good one. How do you shoot the fucking president what and you, be lost? What are you talking about? Lee Harvey what? Oswald wasn't lost remotely, you moron. Yeah, what? yeah, but he what wasn't the lost? shooter, Andrew. Lee Harvey Oswald oh, shot. You mean the oh, actual oh, CIA yeah. shooter? Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, he's not lost. Never mind. My bad. Oh, fuck. It's probably DB Cooper again. <laughs> After the plane landed in the, uh, what was the area surrounding where the car went? The grassy knoll. Hills. What? Yeah, the grassy knoll. <laughs> he landed uh, in the grassy knoll behind Lee Harvey Oswald. Maybe he dug a grave there, and he lives underground now. He has a shelter and everything. Do you think we'll ever see another presidential assassination in our lifetimes? Absolutely. Oh, God, oh in I our wish. lifetime. Oh. Whatever um, happened to just fun events like that? We don't get it anymore. <laughs> Quickly get all the controversy out of our systems before Charlie shows up. What do you give a shit? Why you care about the well-being of presidents all of a sudden? It doesn't even have to be the American one. It's just we never see, like, assassinations of high-profile politicians anymore. It's usually, like, Russian oligarchs. Apparently, the Russians have been going around poisoning a bunch of oligarchs with frog poison. I think, like, the seventh just died of it. I have to look Isn't stuff. frog poison just like a French cuisine? Uh, I don't know. Let me see. Seventh Russian oligarch to die this year, allegedly poisoned with toad venom. <laughs> oh, that's a bit different from frog poison. Yeah, sorry, I got that wrong. <laughs> so, yeah, Imagine being a little frog in the forest, and you just you are used to assassinate one of the most powerful humans on the planet. <laughs> Stop besmirching the good name of frogs worldwide. They're toads. Toads are different. Toads are fucking toads, evil. Sorry. Good. Why are they evil? What did toads do well, to you? They're, they're not. They're not evil. Well, we had in Australia, we had the the uh, cane toad um, debacle, which led to us banning all imports oh. essentially. 
Good like morning. We, we brought over so someone brought over cane toads and then they just Hello. fucked like crazy and ate all, all of our cane fields and put us into like a winter shortage. Didn't you say you used to go around <laughs> and kill them as a kid? Yeah, that's what was really fucked up because I understood they were still animals, but I had been tricked by society into believing that they were worth less than any other animal. And then so <laughs> I've I figured it was okay to walk around with golf clubs beating them to death. And now I look back on that time, I'm like, that's fucked. Is that what you did, Jackson? Did you walk around with golf clubs and smash fucking toads at half? He told us that story. He used to be part of, like, the uh, assassin unit for cane toads. No, it wasn't even just me. It was every every kid. Every, like, kid in Australian history makes a game out of it, essentially. Like, cricket bats. Just fucking smashing them around. around Lynching toads. Just for being toads. That's mean. I don't know why it was so fucking acceptable. I really don't. Well, we still kind of sort of do the same thing. I mean, you know, here in the West, we, we like befriend cats and dogs and then we fucking tell pigs to get fucked and we eat them, you know? It's yeah. the same principle. Some animals are more equal than others, Jackson. Well, I, yeah, I, I know, but still, like, teaching kids to go around with baseball bats, fucking beating up homeless toads for fun. That, that's a bad. Pro- like, yeah, sure. Like, How do you know they were ugly, homeless? Though. Why are you profiling them, Jackson? Well, it's just what I do to make myself feel better, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, giving kids fucking clubs and telling them to smash those filthy, rotten, lying toads that did nothing for society? How dare they? Fucked up. They are, they are like vapid wastes of space. They don't add anything to yeah, the Yeah, there you go. Justify I know, your they actions. live on the government dime. They don't integrate into the Australian society. Goddamn fucking immigrant toads. They want to come into they my house and force me to speak a different language. Like toadies? Come on. <laughs> How dare they? Toadies? Is clearly, that the shit that toad speaks in the Super Mario games? They fucking clearly fucking you know crossed the border from the pond to my house without even, like, filing paperwork. <laughs> it's disgusting. Nah. That's what you I sound like, been Jackson. Fine with it if, I would have been fine with it if we, like, legally and... What's the word? Ethically euthanized them, maybe? <laughs> like, like, send kids, kids out with little euthanization kits to administer peacefully. Yeah, But it's just the whole act of... It's the whole act of giving kids weapons, sending them out and telling them to just smash living so Jackson, I mean, it's not like they gave you a fucking sniper rifle to take them out from afar that you just yeah. grabbed golf clubs and Nerf guns or whatever. Jackson, are you saying your political platform is, I'm all in favor of toad murder, I just hate giving kids empowerment? Uh, well, apparently Jackson wants to give little kids syringes full of cyanide to take them out painlessly or something yeah it sounds like so yeah. much better of an idea than just using a golf club honestly or a well, shoe. golf clubs are messy and what it just brings out the worst <laughs> nature <laughs> <laughs> it's not good I for the actually, i wonder if that actually did create like a couple of sociopaths along the way because you know hurting small animals is like the baby steps for every serial killer ever that's how yeah. they start Absolutely. It teaches you not to value life, or at least cane toad life. I'm sure. I'm like sure a bunch like of some kind of spark was in someone's head. Smashing toads going, that, that was kind of fun. Hey, you guys want to try this on a cat? Hey, you guys want to try that on your little brother? Or your mom <laughs> when she's asleep? <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those Australian traditions that I think will die down pretty quickly once people start realizing how fucked it is. Real, starting to realize, huh? 
Yeah. So animal murder hasn't caught on in Australia as bad yet. Again, cane toads aren't classified as animals here. They're cl- classified as like a biblical scourge, <laughs> like a plague, vermin. <laughs> yeah. You guys fucking, you guys set up little fucking, I don't know, uh, Rube Goldberg traps to kill mice and shit in your houses. Right, a what? mouse trap, that's right. Uh, what yeah. do you mean a Rube Goldberg machine? Well, people go pretty over the top with mouse traps, which is fair because mice are very invasive as well. And they get into your food storage and shit like that. What are but these elaborate mousetraps you've seen? I'm curious. Yeah, I'm very curious what you've been watching besides, like, Stuart Little. Yeah. <laughs> people, well, no, Jackson watched Pee-wee's like, Playhouse actually, and thought it was a documentary of American life. There's more than just the typical fucking flip mousetrap. There's whole, like, cage systems and stuff that people use sometimes. Yeah, the cage yeah, system the, is the shit you see in cartoons where it's a box and a stick with cheese under it. Jackson, it sounds like you played the board game Mousetrap, which features a Rude Goldberg yeah, machine that ends in a steel cage. <laughs> yeah, or you watched you, a lot of the Tom little, and like, Jerry. Stage, uh, the, the little cage that drops down, and then there's yeah. the pipe with the bowl. There's the man who does the front flip and the fucking, like, yeah. marble that rolls you around. Have that? It's like a whole house system, really. That's right. Yeah. That was the original mousetrap. Okay, so, all right, I guess Jackson was right. I found a patent from 1882, which is a mousetrap that shoots the mouse in the head <laughs> with a revolver. <laughs> uh, so. Poor mouse. One of the old cartel mousetraps, eh? <laughs> There is it even cost-effective, wasting a bullet on a mouse? What, is there <laughs> one single so bullet in there? I don't... Well, I guess you could play Russian roulette with it. Spin the barrel. Do you think you're going to need more than one for a mouse, Jackson? <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, how, you could miss. How tough are the rats in Australia? My God. Well, what if another mouse comes up and eats the cheese over the dead body of the other one? Then, then it's just a fucking gun. You buy gun a whole second gun. Duh. You think one gun's going to be enough? Well, there's six changes Jackson is right, it should be a full automatic. Yeah, come <laughs> just on. Continuously. Just have it be a turret, automated. I like how... Is that, is that an actual... Trap. Is that a legitimate patent? Uh, apparently. I love Mouse how that's an actual solution. From 1882. I mean, people patent everything, even if it doesn't exist. They just come up with an idea and patent it, just in case. Someone wants to mm-hmm. use it, and then they can collect the money for it. If we could That's somehow awesome. mass produce this and take away the entire stand and trap situation, then I think we've got something there. <laughs> I think, I think uh, that's the solution to the cane toad uh, issue. Just give that to uh, all the kids in Australia, send them out. Should be fine. I feel like you'd kill more kids than it would cane toads over time. That's fine. Yeah, potentially. Or it would teach the cane toads to be adaptive and resourceful. Oh, make them bulletproof. The more they get shot, yeah. the harder their skin gets. Yeah, evolution. Yeah. Why, why, doesn't, mm. why doesn't evolution work like that? Why haven't cane toads adapted to the golf clubs or something? I think if you guys continue to hit them with golf clubs over time, they'll eventually start to develop some kind of turtle shell or something. So I think it just takes more time. It's mm-hmm. not even remotely true. We've beaten them for a fucking century with golf clubs, and you know that's the one location they. You know the one location they seem to shop the most: golf courses. I don't understand why they keep going back there. <laughs> Jackson, are you just like playing golf at your country club with your fucking pristine lawn and your nice clubs, and you just keep going? Ah, oh, these disgusting toads are invading my incredible pasture. 
Like you sound, you sound like you're so fed up with these things. No, I've. It comes from a place of guilt, like I said. <laughs> There's a lot of. Toad it sounds like it's still happening. The way you talk about I'm trying it, to, it is happening. I'm not. I'm not actively a participant in toad slaughter anymore. I just don't believe. I've that. repented my ways. No. Yeah, I think you toad slaughter on the weekends. Do they at no. least do any good? Like kill bugs? No. no like I said, they have, they are of no benefit to society. Or not society, mm. the ecosystem. They're, they're completely invasive. They kill a lot of uh, native animals and dogs as well. You know, if a dog eats a toad, it's really fucking mm-hmm. bad for them. It is. You can kill them. Ew. That's Where also do toads come very from? gross. Where toads come from? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, where where does every other animal come from, Jackson? <laughs> Common ancestor that crawled out of the ocean? I mean, what location? Like, where did we import them from? Why did we import them in the first I, place? I don't think you guys made a decision to import them. Yeah, you might have just been hit with toads. No, I thought we did. I thought we, that was the thing. We imported them as a solution for another, <laughs> like, another animal issue we were having at the time. Oh, maybe it was like oh, another stupid. like last ditch effort against the emus or some shit. Yeah. Why did Oh. Or maybe I'm thinking Australia. of something else. You guys are fucking whack. Like you're the one country on earth I think where you can just destroy the local ecosystem just by importing one fucking animal. <laughs> All you need is a pair, a male and a female and you guys are fucked. Okay, let me read you this law. The introduction of cane toads, which the scientific name is Buffo Marinus, to Australia so cool. in the 1930s. <laughs> yeah. Buffo. Yeah. It's very cool. The introduction of cane toads to Australia in the 1930s is one of the foremost examples of an exotic animal release gone wrong. Originally imported from Hawaii and released in Queensland, that's my state, as a biological control for beetle pests or sugar cane, the cane toad is now a well-established pest itself. So we, we imported it to <laughs> eat beetle, like a beetle infestation of sugar cane. But then the fucking cane toad started eating the sugar cane and destroying the fucking land. Import something <laughs> so, to eat uh, the toads. It's that simple. I have a question. Did yeah. you were they called cane toads before they started eating the sugar cane or after? Because if it was before, then you guys should have known better. No, I think they were called cane toads after. <laughs> they were called buffo marinus. If they came from Hawaii, they were probably originally called like the Umanawalakaula frog or some long fucking name. I understand changing it. it. Yeah, but still, that's so fucking ironic. Imagine importing something to protect sugarcane and then turns out to be its number one natural predator. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if like dogs Your suddenly turn on humans and we have to rename them to like human killers. Man's <laughs> best friend, the human killer. <laughs> yeah, we have that not sucks. had a good time with animals. Which is why we've taken a hard stance since and we've banned any kind of animal from coming into the country. You, you can't even protect the ones of... you want to keep. Like the koalas and shit. You've also gotten full scorched earth on like upcoming animals by destroying the Great Barrier Reef as efficiently as possible. Yeah. Yeah, that's a shame, too. Is that thing still dying? I thought you had recovered at some point. Oh, no, they're doing their best to kill it as quickly as possible. <laughs> I was reading something the other day. They're they're basically authorizing, like, full-blown nuclear arms against it, if you want. Like, they just want that shit out. Why? But I don't why? know. They f- you, I don't know. They just fucking hate that thing. I don't know. They don't. It's it's 
It's um, it's mining. Mining's the issue. What are you mining <laughs> for? Well, it, had no, it had what nothing to mine? do with Cold? mining. No, I, I watched the video not long ago. You once tore down like a good chunk of the Great Barrier Reef to put up a floating hotel that never actually sold a single room. <laughs> for miners, maybe. I don't know. No, it was supposed to be a tourism floating hotel. Uh, yeah. How do miners tie into this? Well, there's there's a lot of like um, mining around the Great Barrier Reef that happens and that degrades the reef itself. Hmm. But another big thing, and I'm going to place the blame entirely on this, uh, there's this... <laughs> what are they called? Star- yeah, it's a starfish infestation. Oh my <laughs> we have God, a starfish infestation. infestation. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, we actually do. <laughs> we actually have a starfish. We actually have a starfish problem. They're called like the crown of... Sp- uh, spikes or something another crown of thorns the crown of thorns starfish is currently uh, replicating at a rate unknown to mankind uh, every every arm or polyp that comes off them spawns a new large crown of thorns starfish that then preys upon this, uh, the uh, what do you call them? the the reef itself the coral in the reef so they're just they're they're fucking cloning exponentially we have no solution currently, and they're eating the reef. We're being invaded by the starfish. You guys cannot handle animals at all. This is so alarming to hear. Honestly, if you were a child, your parents would have taken your pet away by now. Like this, you guys can how... clearly not keep animals. I didn't realize how fucking terrifying starfish are. Have you seen them? They're have like, you actually see- They're immortal, right? Uh, don't starfish yeah. live forever? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And like I said, I thought that was just that one jellyfish. No, no, no. They they are immortal unless someone else kills them. Yeah, I mean, if someone kills them, they can die, obviously. They're 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 not not invincible. (laughs) But they're extremely... Something out of Lovecraft. But they're extremely resilient to natural, obviously, natural uh, conditions. And like I was saying, if like one of their little fucking arms splits off, it creates a whole new one. And then they just replicate endlessly and eat the reef. So there's pictures of like these vibrant, colorful reefs. And then as soon as the crown of thorn starfish moves through, it's all just bleached white, dead, empty, like a wasteland. It's well, what are they going to do once they eat all the coral reef? Then they're fucked. They're going to starve. Or they're, they'll have to walk on land. <laughs> Come for you guys. Oh, they'd yeah. be like right out of a <laughs> Suicide Squad with the giant starfish coming through. Yeah. Actually, I think the one in Suicide Squad was a Crown of Thorns as well. It looks similar. Um, yeah, I just hope they don't get a taste for cane. Ca- <laughs> cane foods can't take it anymore. Cane toads well, what if enough. they have a t- taste for toads? That would be good. Oh, that would be so fucking good. You could be Holy like shit. the... Um, that Asian dude in the Godzilla movie staring off onto the horizon and just be like, let them fight. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. It's There's so fucking many of these fucking invasive species. I don't know where the crown of thorns came from. We didn't import them. It's not like we... So, uh, well, okay, let me see if you have everything covered. Have. You, have, you have toads as an infestation on land. You have these starfish in the water. Do you have any, like, infestation in the airs? Like oh yeah, absolutely. Have you guys ever? Well, yeah, bats are pretty bad as well. But have you guys heard of, of magpie season? Oh, I know oh, magpies. No. Yeah. What, how could these possibly be like an invasive species though? They're just they're not tiny invasive. Birds. They're, no, they're not tiny. They're like the size of 
They're just a bit smaller than crows. No, they look like actually probably the same cows. size as crows. Yeah, they're like tiny. They're like a little marshmallow with small wings on it. Like okay, you come over here then. You come over here during magpie season. Ooh. We'll see. Well, what do they do? Magpie season is the most that they, they turn into ravenous beasts. It's like a blood moon. <laughs> they they they. <laughs> you, you can't the anger in his voice. Yeah, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Look at that picture. You can't go out. You can't go outside without wearing a helmet. You need to wear a helmet if you're going outside, and the area is in Magpie Town. <laughs> they will fucking. They will endlessly swoop you and peck out your eyes. It is actually terrifying. Why though? I don't know. Uh, I think it, it's magpie season is their like breeding season when they've got eggs in their nest and they're just hyper territorial. Many uh, Lord. Blah, blah, blah. magpies and miners as... nest in this area and may swoop in on passerby. Huh? Oh my god. Yeah, look, Sorry, look at this fucking government-mandated warning, uh, warning sign. It says, to protect yourself, avoid the area during magpie season. Jackson, Move quickly through the area. Don't run. <laughs> Wear a hat or carry an umbrella. <laughs> Jackson, I don't know you about you. You, you can't run, otherwise it'll attract them. I don't know about you, but what? it sounds like we need to finally establish a team of school children armed with golf clubs to take care of this <laughs> problem once and for all. I love magpies. Magpies are great. They're so uh, cute. Uh, Outside of the three months where they're fucking total cunts, they're fucking great. <laughs> so 75% of the time, they're great. Yeah, there's another bird that's even more of an issue, though, because they have, like, a poison dagger underneath their wings. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm trying to remember the name of it, but there's there's a fucking... There's are you a, talk, there's do a, you just have full-blown gargoyles? <laughs> like resurrected in the middle of the nights when the moon shines. <laughs> yeah, we, we we imported them to take care of the magpie issue. <laughs> no, you, there was a fucking dagger. Oh, I'm trying to think of what it is. It's like a spur underneath their wing that's tipped with or laced with like extremely poisonous uh, substance that is enough to kill a human being. I think, <laughs> and you're not allowed to go near them during their mating season because they're hyper aggressive too. Fuck, what are they called? That's awesome. I'm just going to look at right. this They should bird. just film the new Jurassic World in Australia. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Uh, they're, they're masked lap wings. And look at them. They, they actually do kind of look like gargoyles. They've got like weird faces. Wings? M masked, like they're wearing a mask. Lap oh. wing. We, uh, we call them plovers, though. I'm not sure Plubbers. if that's the actual name. What a Plubbers. Oh my god, your names are so fucking <laughs> what bad. Is, what is wrong with Plovers? What P is L O? It's like Lovers with a P at the beginning. Yeah, it's super stupid. It's a it normal is. fucking this word. This is like an assassin of the skies that apparently carries poisonous daggers in its feathers, and you call them Plubbers and Plubbills or something. Plovers. Look at their fucking Plubbers, faces. They're yeah. actually terrifying. They got yellow fucking sacks. They're like, those are executioner hoods. <laughs> terrifying. You guys know how cute platypus are as well. Someone in chat reminded me of this. Platypus also like that they're, they're so fucking cute. They make you want to go in for a cuddle, but they also have like poisonous spurs on them mm -hmm. underneath their legs. The male ones can kill oh, yeah. you as well. They are very cute. Platypuses are cute. They are very cute. Platypuses, platypi. I don't know. Let's call them platypuses. I like that. And then obviously you know about our our jellyfish issues. Yeah, we've talked about your oh, jellyfish yeah. a lot. That's about yeah, it. That's though. got old. 
Oh. Oh, good. So you only but, have like seven invasive species. Great. Yeah, but uh, last week I was mowing our lawn, um, and I there was there was snakes in my in my uh, grass. I accidentally ran one over with the lawnmower, which was quite sad. Uh, I had oh. to put it out of its misery. But another one uh, slithered off. I took a photo of the smaller one because I was curious of what kind of species it was. Turns out it was the fucking most venomous snake in Australia. They could have killed me in like 0.8 milliseconds if it actually got a hold of me. They're called uh, Eastern Brown Snakes. And they are like terrifyingly efficient killers. Uh, no, well, apparently not efficient enough. So wait, hang on, Jackson. Yeah. You, you said you ran one over... And then had to put it out of its misery. Did you run it over a second time? No, he went inside and grabbed a gun. And a golf club, yeah. <laughs> no, I actually did revert back to, like, childhood instincts and grabbed a shovel and just decapitated it. Oh, God. <laughs> what the fuck? You probably didn't kill it right away with the lawnmower. It probably would have just healed, right? Like, what, no, did no, you mangle it? Was, it? it was ma- yeah, it was absolutely mangled. Do you guys not know well, what lawnmowers do to heal? If it's poisonous, you don't want it to heal. Oh, I would have been fine with it living. It's a fucking animal. I don't care. It's, it's yeah, but if it's, it's in nature. your lawn, fuck that. I wouldn't want that thing near my dogs and cats. No, as far as I know, like in those conditions when they're that injured from lawnmowers, that is actually the most ethical way of putting them out of their misery as quickly as possible. It's just a shovel to their head. <laughs> I'm glad you have instructions explicitly on these scenarios, Jackson. Yeah, there's protocol. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It, it was sad. It ruined my day. It I really bad. I really thought that the whole, like, Australia dangerous thing was an overblown meme, but no, it, it, I'm never going there. Jesus I don't think fuck. Australia is... I don't think any, Australia is any more or any less dangerous than any other place. It's about knowing what's within your vicinity at all times kind of thing. I mean, apparently the eh, most venomous snake of... ever could just be in your grass. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah birds so. will just for no reason swoop down and attack you. You know, It's not for no reason. Yeah, for Again, three months out of the year for no reason. We, we have dedicated times of the year, so you know when to avoid ah, them. Yeah, of course. Go Typical death season, oh, right. Do you, do you mark it on go. your calendar? Like, it's safe to go outside season, yay. Yeah, same reason. Same reason you don't go to the beach during jellyfish season. You know that. What? According yeah, but they don't have that in most countries, I, I Jackson. To, yeah, what the fuck? Jellyfish you do. season. You literally... It's not SpongeBob, Jackson. No. You go to the beach whenever you want. <laughs> no, you guys have the same thing in California. You guys have the same jellyfish. And it's the, the difference. Ocean. The difference is Jackson. Number one, the jellyfish are not leaping out of the water to attack me like the birds are swooping down to attack me. <laughs> and number two, the beach is not where I have to go through to get to. Work or school or wherever, I can just not go to the beach. Well, yeah, but they can't attack you in cars, so you're fine. Oh, fucking great! So just everyone needs a car. Yeah, it's not like they're. Problem it's not solved. like they're in fucking. It's not like they're in off. Well, public transport, but it's not like the fucking magpies are swooping you while you're working in your office or anything like that. They as would soon if as you they get could. inside. You're fine. Yeah, they. they yeah, but if you leave a window open. Yeah, you you're fucked. One gets in the building. Whole day destroyed. I don't know. I always think that the Australia debate on the dangers of living here is so overblown. Like, even that venomous snake wasn't really an issue because I was wearing long khakis as well as, like, work boots. So I was completely protected, even if it did try to bite me. It's just about knowing the threats at all given times and being aware of it. Okay, so do any of... 
do any of these animals have a significant um like are they ever a cause of death in significant numbers or is it just like one or two idiots a year that die to like a I don't snake? I don't know I don't know specific numbers but there are I would be lying if I said that nobody died from them obviously because oh, they are still Oh boy they uh they are real big killers you guys are not going to believe these numbers apparently on average in Australia up to two people die of snake bites. There you go. Oh. Yeah, it's actually not that bad, apparently. What about the... What was that plant that lures children? The kami kami? Gumby, gumby, gumby. Gumby, gumby. It's yeah, gimpy, gimpy. Oh. They're all equally stupid. Yeah, it's so stupid. So stupid. Jesus Christ. Well, that's just fucking <laughs> offensive. They named that for our Aboriginal heritage. The, well, not the, ab- the Gimpy Gimpy? Yeah. <laughs> no, J- Jackson, what? it literally has like a thousand different names. You remember we looked it up before? It's like, it has the Gimpy here. I'll look it up. The Gimpy Gimpy. The, the I Hokey am, Pokey. I, what, why are you trying to correct the me about my country? Pokey. I know where the name comes from. The common name Gimpy Gimpy comes from the language of the indigenous Gubby Gubby people. Or something. Gubby Gubby Gubby. Gubby. And did they live on their boats called the Gooby Goobies in it, Sebel and Gobble Gobble Town? It's also, oh, yeah. okay, it's also called the Stinging Tree, the Stinging Bush, the Dendrochnide Moroids. Yeah, those are all, like, scientific names and stuff. Stinging bush is scientific? <laughs> yeah, it causes a neurotoxin called ouchie hurdy juice. <laughs> Jackson, your whole country sounds like a lazy Rick and Morty bit. <laughs> That's because we honor our heritage. It's not our No, your slang com- is what he's referring to, like, brekkie and siggy. And- no, well, you, you would just... Ref- don't change the fucking... Uh, goalposts or whatever the saying is you guys were just talking about Gimpy Gimpy and I said that that comes from that the name of the indigenous people which was the Gummy 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 Gummy, gummy. 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 <laughs> if, if my tribe was called the Gubby Gubbies I'd just surrender to like the colonialists or, or kill, my, kill myself like who's gonna take it seriously change your name well, it probably means something really cool in their language I, I I cannot imagine that gummy gummy actually means like gummy death eater Jesus in their Christ. language. Whatever. Oh, <laughs> like no, I, clicked on, I clicked on the Wikipedia page for the gummy gummy people, and apparently it's the cabby cabby people. So even you don't know. Well, it honestly yeah, just sounds know. like something out of One Piece, like one of their devil fruits. I I don't know why it's always like gummy gummy gimby gimby cummy cummy all that. Just weird names. They would oh my god, like one of their words is Kavai. These are not serious that. people. <laughs> uh, uh, that's Australia for you there. Well, thanks for that lesson, Jackson. But I need more lessons than that. Andrew, do you have any, I don't know, products that don't have stupid names? Oh my god, it doesn't matter what the name of our products are, because you're going to want them after hearing me speak about them with my mouth, and you're going to be paying attention to anything but my mouth. In fact, you're going to be paying attention to what I'm wearing, because it's going to be Indochino. Mm. Indochino is going to give you a custom-fitted suit that's going to look great, make you feel confident, 
get you to enjoy your big day without feeling worried like oh do i do i look good does this fit well oh what well was this was this the right choice like do, do, what, what's this material is it going to give me a rash no no no, no. no that's going to happen because you're just going to be in something nice cozy sweet and sleek looking every suit will be made to your exact measurements and you can customize every detail from fabric options to lapel shape custom monograms, statement linings more and more and more indochino suits start at just 429 and shirts start at just 79 and let me tell you something you go to like an actual suit store i'm not going to name any names they're going to charge you far more for a custom fitted suit it is ridiculous you would think oh they're clothes you just wear them they're made of simple materials how could this be that expensive and then it is and you go well shit that's my fault for going to big john suit factory instead of indochino the reputable brand that i heard about on that podcast they are always adding new pieces and options you can stay on trend and in style if you've got a big day coming up you can get the perfect look and it's no big deal when you use indochino Get 50% off of any purchase of $3.99 or more by using promo code OFFICIAL at Indochino.com. That's $50 off of any purchase $3.99 or more at I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com. Promo code OFFICIAL. And while you are promoting yourself by wearing incredible clothes, I'm going to continue to promote and move on to our next one, which just so happens to be Express vpn oh express vpn express vpn there might even be a relevant discussion later in this episode that might make you want to consider using express vpn maybe i'm psychic you don't know that but what i can do is make you confused and unable to fully read my mind you're probably going to say hey andrew you're six foot four right i'm going to say that's correct you're going to say, you're extremely handsome. That's correct. I'm going to say, that's correct. And then you're going to say, you live in America, don't you? And I'm going to say, ha, ah, nope. Today I'm in Kenya. Thanks to the power of ExpressVPN, I can travel the world without leaving my computer. And that's really, really important for watching shows and other media and streaming services from around the globe and not getting region locked out of your favorite content. ExpressVPN now uses Lightway, which is a new VPN protocol they engineered to make speeds even faster. You're going to get HD quality with zero buffering, and you're going to make sure that all your data and little doodads and private bits are kept safe. Protect yourself with the VPN that the four official boys use and trust. One of us really needs to use it. You know, based on where he lives. Hint. Yeah, I'm talking about you, Jackson. Use my link, expressvpn.com slash official today, and get three extra months for free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash official. Expressvpn.com slash official to learn more. Three months free. I don't even need to count the months i don't even need to count the hours you don't need to look me in the eye and read my mind about this next product because you already know how much i love it and i'm totally not stalling for time because i accidentally closed my notes look they're open right here and it's why i can tell you about helix 
I have recently discovered something, and it's kind of fucked with a psychological level to it, but it's just part of me. I sleep better on my couch than in my bed. It's just been happening to me lately. I'll go to bed, I'll be like antsy and want to do stuff and not really committed to sleeping. I'll sleep like two hours. I go to my couch, boom, six, seven, maybe eight hours, easy peasy. So I thought, okay, this ain't working too good. Let me try swapping my mattress. So you remember how I've mentioned on many previous podcast episodes, I've got a Helix mattress that I keep just propped in my my room just for like when people come over to visit and they always say it's the most comfortable mattress ever. I gave that one a shot. Oh my God, the sleep. It's back. Falling asleep easily. It's back. Not waking up all the goddamn time and being anxious. It's back. Thank you, Helix, for being so comfortable that I didn't even need to take your incredibly easy sleep quiz that matches me to the perfect mattress for me. Because I had a Helix. I knew it was perfect for me already. Side, back, stomach sleepers, you're covered. Soft, medium, firm mattress lovers, you're covered. Big fucking fat people and skinny, skinny people, you're covered. Sleeping with someone or something else like a pet or a child, which is just a pet that you're legally bound to, you're covered. Helix is a great mattress it's seriously comfortable try the mattress itself whenever i have people over they don't get a box spring or a frame or anything i put that fucking thing on the floor and they sleep on it and they love it it's seriously great it's it's just absolutely wonderful i cannot recommend it enough go to helixsleep.com official take the two minute quiz and they'll match you to the mattress that you'll want to be matched to helix is also offering up to 200 dollars off on all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com official that's 200 dollars off on all orders two free pillows helixsleep.com official back to the show <laughs> I just looked it up. The most dangerous animal ranked by deaths in Australia. You guys won't believe this. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Let me guess. Let me guess. Yeah, it's going to be... It's probably not going to be an insect. I'm imagining it's some kind of, like, water creature. I'm going to go with... Mmm... Maybe, like, maybe jellyfish, actually. I could see that. Some kind of jellyfish. Jellyfish didn't even make the list. Uh No. It's going to be a super common, boring animal like a dog. No, I don't think so. Not a dog specifically, but it's definitely going to be, like, a boring, like, boring, normal, regular animal. It'll probably be, like, something more standard, like mosquitoes or something. It it better not be a joke answer like humans. I'll kick you off the show. Oh, oh, Jackson, Jackson, it's mosquitoes. I win. Didn't Charlie just say that? I said it'd probably be something boring like mosquitoes or standard. Yeah, it's mosquitoes. It's, I mean, technically, you're probably right, but it's not on this list. I think it was actual animals that they're ranking. Um, no, but it, it, you're right. It is just like a boring answer. It's horses, apparently. There you go. Oh. <laughs> horses? Causing 77 deaths in 10 years, mostly related to falls. Then it was cows, probably for the same reason. Uh, then dogs... And yeah. then kangaroo. Hmm. No cats. And then hmm. and then bees. <laughs> Jackson, have you ever met a kangaroo, like, pet one? Oh, yeah, they, they're everywhere. They're so fucking cute. I got to meet one in Texas. His name was Scar. He was awesome. Kangaroos are fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. They're, they're great. They feel as fluffy as, like, a rabbit, but their tail is, like, shaking hands with just a bicep. It's just, like, it all muscle. Been a pretty... Aren't they dangerous? Must have... They are. They can be, yeah. Especially red kangaroos. 
What did you boxers. do? You know what kind of kangaroo he is? I believe he was a of red course. kangaroo, but he he grew up in captivity because his mom was yeah. like assassinated or something. I I don't really know the story. Must yeah, have pissed off the, the cartel. Country. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he got adopted by the the ranch we were staying at, and he just hops around and he loved the bananas. He was so fucking cute. Aww. Yeah, they they if they're raised in captivity, like our zoo environments and stuff like that, or just around people in general, they can they can very easily be domesticated. Um, but like if you, if you, if you see a red kangaroo out in the wild, you stay clear of that because they can easily, like very easily disembowel you. They've got giant fucking toenails on them and they use their tail as a balancing stick to then jump up, put their fucking feet up near your, near your stomach and just like open it immediately. They're so good at it. Damn, that's nuts. Star would never do that though. He's too nice. No, no, I don't think. They're good fighters too. There's this like video, I think actually someone posted the gif of a dude fucking sucking a kangaroo in the face and it just kind of takes it. It's not even really phased. They just also they, tough. they also fight each other in like an actual MMA style beatdown. There was one where they went through a neighborhood and one of them body slammed the other onto like a like a table. It was full WWE. And then he just started like slapping <laughs> him around. They weren't even kicking. They were actually just grappling each other. Yeah, most most um, actual fights between kangaroos are entirely like hand stuff. Yeah, because like I said, they they use their legs to kill. Um, which which but, animals um, do you guys think have the coolest fights? Ooh, kangaroos are kangaroos definitely are up, up there because they, they would fight have like to be humans. kangaroos. Yeah, I can't even imagine another kind of animal that fights like that. They can hmm. become boxers and shit. <laughs> like they could legally enter the ring. I'm sure. That should be the next creator kangaroo. clash contestant, a kangaroo. Kangaroo Jack himself. Oh, that'd be so cool. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say about kangaroos? Oh, yeah. The, have you seen the really fucking, like, roided up ones? They get super muscly, kangaroos do. Yeah. They, Especially the, there was the a, testosterone-filled um, male ones, the red kangaroos. Yeah. They get so fucking jacked. Famous one called Roger. He used to fold steel table or not steel tables, um... Uh, frying pans, that's what it was. He used to fold frying pans. Yeah. A kangaroo? Well, I mean, look at that. Yeah. Yeah. How do you teach a kangaroo to fold frying pans? You, you don't, it's natural for him. Yeah, he, he, he loved to show muscles. He used to flex <laughs> all the time, too. He used to strike poses. He had massive biceps. I don't think they have triceps, so it's all just biceps and shoulders. Look and, at this. And it's so human-like. Look how he stands. He stands like a human. Yeah, no, he, he actually looks like he's flexing in the gym for a Tinder pick. <laughs> That's cute. Kind of looks like, kind of looks like Joe Rogan's been photoshopped over my screen right now with a kangaroo head. Just needs the small nipples. No, oh, yeah, kangaroos don't have nipples, do they? Uh, they it, it the. F- they do milk their young, so aren't they the nipples, nipples inside the sure. pouch? Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure it's inside the pouch. They have mm-hmm. little stealth nipples. Okay, they have yeah. shame. Makes sense. Yeah, I'll I'll let you guys take this one. Um, Australia is the only country in the world with the so you know how like kangaroos are marsupials Mm -hmm. there's different like nomenclatures Mm -hmm. or scientific classifications for animals like mammals etc we have something called the monotreme and we're the only country in the world with it and we've got two of them I'll I'll let you guess what a monotreme is they're fucking wild they're cool is it an animal or a species 
So it's a classification of of species. Like there's two species that are included in the classification monotreme, and monotreme has a very specific uh, difference with other animals. That's quite interesting. Was it supposed to be a quiz? Because I just looked it up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kai is thinking three steps ahead. Yeah, I, I googled it as soon as you said the word. Um, so platypuses and long-beaked echidna. I don't Echidnas, know how you say that. Yeah. Like knuckles. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, knuckles. Yeah, knuckles is a monotreme, and basically what it means, as far as I know, not a, not an expert, but what it means is they they lay eggs, but they also provide milk to their eggs. So they're like the best of both worlds situation. They're both reptile and uh, mammal. And we're the only country in the world with them. So take that. And we created Knuckles. That is pretty You're cool. Welcome. Well, I don't yeah. know if that counts as you creating Knuckles. Well, we have Knuckles. What do you mean? I, I guess, I mean, you'd have to go around painting them red, but fair enough. Oh, someone in chat made a good point as well. The eggs aren't like typical eggs. They're like leathery. They're not like shelled. They're like weird Ew. leathery eggs. Which, I don't know how the fuck you get out of those eggs then. Imagine being born in an egg. That shit must be so fucking weird. Yeah, that'd be having so to, cringe. Having to fucking crack your way out. Ugh. These look kind of cute. I guess you have a couple of cute, cute animals. Mm-hmm. So a platypus, but again, don't touch them, because they have those danger spikes. Ugh. <sighs> All right, well, thanks for the lesson on Australia. Yeah, thanks, Jackson. You're welcome. I'll be back next week. Do you guys want to segue? Because I don't want to end the episode before we get to talk about um, the diversity... What was it? Space thing? Oh, the, the diversity released. calculator made by a fucking Blizzard. Yeah, what? wants to explain this oh, one. Oh, my lord. You've Kaya. not seen this, Charlie? No, I haven't even heard of that. Oh! You should explain okay. it, Kaya. You probably know it better than I do. Okay, so Activision Blizzard came out with an article that they wrote on their website, which they have since edited to, re to remove all images and amend it with an <laughs> apology because the entire internet dunked on them for it. What it is is a tool that charts how diverse their characters are, and they are rated. And I'm going to put the archived article here in our chat for our patrons. Um, all it is, they took characters from, say, Overwatch 2, and they rank these characters by diversity. So you will have a character called Anna, who looks like an elderly woman with one eye. And then she gets ranked by her socioeconomic background, culture, race, age, cognitive ability, physical ability, body type, facial features, slash beauty, gender identity, sexual orientation. And it's great because apparently, um, so if we take Anna as an example, she has zero points in body type because she has a very attractive body. It's listed as slim and curvy. She also has zero points in socioeconomic background because presumably she is well off. But she has, let me count this, five points in gender identity because she's a woman. And she has four points in physical ability because she has lost one eye. So according to Activision <laughs> Wait. being a woman is worse than losing one eye. They had uh, <laughs> they had Torbjorn and Lucio on there, and according to their own data, Torbjorn is older than Lucio is black. 
<laughs> Why would you rank these things? This is so weird. So it is. Oh, by the way, this is an actual like tool, a software that they developed that you can, I guess, log into and calculate the diversity score for all of your characters that you're uh, putting in your video game. So for Anna, this character, they have listed culture Egyptian. That's seven points. Race Arab. That's another seven points. So being Arab is marginally worse than being a woman. She is slightly <laughs> aged. That's one point. <laughs> Does, um, so cognitive... do, they, do they add these yeah. points up and then? It... Yes. So the more well, the idea is the farther away you are from like a white, uh, healthy white male, the worse it is for you, and therefore more points, more diversity points. And yeah, I get that. Works, I guess. Just... So what's the high? Yeah, what's the highest individual point. grade you can get? Is that a ten? I would assume so. Uh, I, I assume so. Yeah. Okay. If you look, it seems like there's the 10 dots on the uh, chart. How the fuck do you yeah. reach a 10? Do you have to be like wheelchair bound and like, what, what, is there any 10s? No. Yeah, uh, like, if, going back to Anna, she's got one eye and she's a sniper. That has to be like a 10 on the physical ability because that's fucking hard. You got no depth perception and you're meant to shoot a sniper. Well, the other thing I like is their title image, which again, they have removed. It is, I don't know these characters, but it's like a, what looks like a fat tumblerina with pink hair. A Jamaican dude oh, who looks yeah. like he's out of Jet Set Radio, and a dwarf that looks like out of World of Warcraft. And the dwarf gets a lot of points for body type, because I guess being a manlet is a disability now. <laughs> he's only beaten by the fat woman, because I guess being fat is worse than being short. So wait. that debate is settled now. Yeah, well, wait, why is <laughs> Zarya's body type more diverse than Torbjorn? He's a, little, a literal dwarf, right? Yeah, he's a literal dwarf. What the fuck? Uh, he's also older than she is fat. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so goddamn funny. <laughs> and they released this, um, anyway, Activision, they wrote this long-ass article about how proud they are of this tool, and this is really going to help diversity, equity, and inclusion uh, because, you know, we no longer have to actually sit down and think about what diversity is and making characters that aren't bland. We can just it's a science crunch thing. the numbers. Yeah, yeah. We, can, we have down to a science, you guys. It's, if any, yeah. like, HR asks, we can just tell them, well, it was just the algorithm. It was the science. It's so <laughs> fucking dystopic. Instead of focusing on, like, they're just blatantly admitting now that they're not focusing on writing good or interesting characters. They just want to run numbers and crank out what's most marketable. It's fucking insane how they thought this was a good idea. Well, I mean, <laughs> you could there could have been a writer that really like like Anna was their focus and stuff, and then the HR department's taken this after the fact and churned out the graph. Like maybe the graph wasn't instrumental in making the character in the first place. Is what I mean. Maybe it's a after the matter fact, which I guess. Well, would in their apology. It's not even an apology, but after the entire internet dunked on them, they amended the article and said, oh, uh, this is just some beta. We've not actually used this yet. Please stop <laughs> making fun of us. <laughs> and I don't know who King is. What is Activision Blizzard King? They're the guys King's that make like, the Candy largest Crush. mobile games. Yeah. Yeah. Candy Crush. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. That, what? Why does Candy Crush have to be diverse? Why is King coming up with this tool? Oh, Apparently it was King that developed it. <laughs> They're probably doing nothing else. Yeah. Mobile game dev is probably pretty uh, lazy. I don't know. I just love this whole tool. I love that being a woman is five points. 
God. It's also it's also so fucking two faced of them as well. Like in their apology or whatever their edit, they say the objective of using the tool is to uncover unconscious bias by identifying norms or representation. Blah blah blah. Who made the numbers? Who wrote the scores for what is equal to what? That's already biased. It's insane. Yeah. It's just biased in a different perspective. It's, all, it's literally all just based on what the fucking devs feel like assigning point values to, which is bias. That's it's pointless. It's so stupid. And who decided being an Arab is equal to being sixty? <laughs> I, I love this whole thing. I would have. I would love to see just the internal chats during the developments of this. Like, guys, being a woman. I mean, that's a disadvantage. What I really, really want to see that goes along that is like the bartering. Like, okay, so she's a woman, but oh, fuck, she's really fit. Maybe we'll make it so she didn't go to college. Does that get her enough points? <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll, train you, that... we'll train you she had loving parents, but we really need to get her that backstory where she's afraid of spiders. I think, yeah, you're right. That is actually how this is supposed to work, right? I, I assume that's... Uh, whatever the fucking PR team or the diversity equity team tells them, okay, we need one more character to the roster. The diversity score has to be at least 50. So this person is too fit or smart. So can we make them older black? <laughs> then they just yeah, we score, already have too many 60 isn't, year olds isn't that in the game. terrible terrible writing where when you have a character and you want to tweak them you don't look at maybe relevant backstory or environment or you know anything about them as a character you just go ah uh, you know th let's make them fat just just cuz yeah they're fat now they need more points it's fucking trash it's really fucking dumb yeah. <laughs> I love that. Just how disconnected they were that they thought this was a smart thing to do. Or to brag about, even. Blizzard is... Well, people probably are praising it online, but people... um, uh, Bl Blizzard's in a weird place anyway. Blizzard's fucked. Yeah, Blizzard uh, is just a fucked up company. What what I don't understand is that Ana has a, has a beauty level of one. And the, the note next to that is just slightly aged. So are they saying yeah, aged people can't be beautiful? Also, I we want to shit on Overwatch specifically. Each and every woman in Overwatch has God knows how much porn of them. They all need a beauty the score of zero. Too. It does not matter what you've done to them in terms of like physique or age or any of that. They are sexualized from the get go by everybody. Yeah, like well, isn't Overwatch one of those games that are that is tongue in cheek marketed by porn? Basically, I mean they kind of heavily lean yeah. into it. I really don't think that the marketing department would let anybody on this team get away with making an actual ugly character that no one wants. Exactly. To fuck. You ever notice how what none of their characters are? What are you truly... talking about? What? You... what? No. Yes, Roadhog. You do Torbjorn. not. That, no, not even remotely. First of all, he has a big bar of fetish market. People love his fat tummy. Number two, you do not see his face. <laughs> he wears a gas mask. Absolutely incorrect and blown out by facts, Jackson. Get out of here. <laughs> what are, you are, you, are you genuinely trying to say there that? There is Roadhog not a, is a single unattractive Overwatch character. They all have their niche pornography to one degree or another. Jackson. No one in there is actually well, a, really you can unattractive. Say that about literally anything. You Jackson, can say that the about tiny the hamster has a fuckload of porn in Overwatch. They're all designed to be appealing in some way. 
Jackson, I'm looking no, at this no. Roadhog character. What are you talking about? That's just porn. fans being weird. That's to, yeah, but it wasn't fucking. There wasn't a guy in the Blizzard lab saying, right, we need to make a hamster so that the hamster guys could jack off. Yeah. There, what, yeah. not, yeah. I, I would say, sure I would that? bet decent money there was at least a creative dude, uh, creative director or two who was like, all right, let's make a furry so the furries have someone to jack off to. But they, so the, their the idea was to literally make a, a hamster. Furry. Also yeah. possible. Yeah. I'm you guys, are, why, you why guys are fucking. You guys are out of your mind. No, Jackson, <laughs> you don't know how aware they you are guys, of marketing to certain audiences. You guys would score a zero on the cognitive ability you, on this chart. Do you full in earnest believe there are people? There, like no one is attractive to Roadhog when he is very typically just like a chubby man. All right. Well, what about what about? Um, yeah, name one Bastion. unattractive Overwatch character. Bastion's a robot. People love to fuck robots. Fucking Jenny from My Life as a Teenage Robot has so much porn. You have no idea. Well, to be fair, she looks unbelievably different. Yeah, Bastion is just a robot. People want to fuck Wally. And E. People want to fuck robots. People want to fuck robots. Atsune Miku. It's a fetish. Type it into Twitter. You will find people in leather fetish. They still have to look humanoid. Even then, Bastion was given this innocent, like, personality of being, like, an animal lover and this, like, kind soul. There's people who find him attractive. Straight up. People write fan fiction about this shit. No, I don't think Bastion at all. Has anyone that wants to fuck him? Uh, you are wrong. Like I'll give you, I'll <laughs> give you a great, I'll I'm give you a hook. great counterexample. Psychonauts. The design in Psychonauts is excellent. The art direction is amazing. But I would not say any of those characters are attractive looking. They're all weird, gross humanoids. Well, they're also all kids, right? <laughs> no, there's plenty of adults in the game. There's Agent yeah, Foresight, there's Sasha yeah, Nine, there's... there's Mia, Vodella. All of them are, like, conventionally attractive people, but in that art style, they look terrifying. And that's the point. But in I Overwatch, I everyone is people, attractive. No. no, I still think people want to fuck him. To I think people a much would lesser fuck degree, more though. Than, more people would want to fuck... What was the agent? Uh, Mia? Agent Mia, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Agent Mia, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. More people would want to fuck her than would want to fuck Bastion. Mm. Yeah, there's way more agents Mias than Bastions in Overwatch. Exactly. That's my point. That's not my point. You literally said that every single character has their own devoted fucking audience of people that want to fuck him. I disagree with that entirely on the premise of Bastion and any other robot character in there. And hell, even... I'm still sticking with Roadhog. I'm looking up Roadhog. I'm looking up... Jackson Roadhog absolutely has porn. I don't even yes. need to look up the porn to know that he does. Look up Jackson, inflation why, and ovipositor porn. Why are you dismissing gay men who like chubby men? That is such a giant market. It, there's a term for it called bears for an entire reason. People like Roadhog and want to fuck Jackson. him. You don't like Roadhog <laughs> and want to fuck him, but people like Roadhog and want to fuck him. Uh, yeah, uh, fine. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Hell, <laughs> fucking Junkrat. His, like, they, they're, like, in-universe business partners or something. The amount of porn of the two of them together, people like to see it. It's insane. I just think there's going to be porn of everything, though. That doesn't mean that there's an actual audience for it. For Overwatch, there is, though, because that's part of it, dude. The amount of porn that Overwatch has, it's astronomical. 
Yeah, it is. I know that. I know it's astronomical. <clears throat> Don't think it's about anyway, every single character. Uh, great system. Applause for, to Activision <laughs> Blizzard. I want to see more of this. Just keep going. This is hysterical. I, I want to. I want to hear more about how being gay and a woman is a disability. <laughs> this company is. I don't know how they're not sunk yet. They would. They just make so much money, but every single PR decision they make is just a nightmare. I think it's because there's so. I think most software companies are like this in. Uh, the current market, but I think it's just because so many eyes are on Blizzard at the moment mm-hmm. as the company that fucks up constantly. So all of their little things like this. Are well, allegedly, up. this was also done to, uh, like, it was intentionally released and put out as a bad idea to get people talking about it rather than current unionization among their employees and to get people. I highly doubt that. Oh, I, I do too. But yeah, me I, too. I doubt it, but it's it's possible. But yeah, probably unlikely. I think it's very unlikely. Mm. Did you guys see that Netflix came out recently and and uh, said something along the lines of if if you're working at Netflix currently and you like don't like controversial content like Dave Chappelle and stuff, just leave. They essentially yeah, said thank that fucking oh, God. They're not going to back down. But I I feel like that was motivated by. <laughs> Uh, they need to fire people because their stock prices are doing so bad. <laughs> oh, yeah, they are having a rough go of it right now. Yeah. Really? No more exponential growth for Netflix. So it's all over. what happened? Is it just, uh, like, the subscription price raise and, like, what's going on? Yeah. Just well, pretty much everything, we've always said, dude. Like, we've always said raise- the content on Netflix is shit. It's so shit. And it's multiple factors. Like, first of all, they raise the price, like, every couple of months. Right. If you go into your email inbox right now and you search for Netflix, you're going to have at least like four different emails just from the past year of them yeah. saying that they're going to increase your price. All they're of like their the catalogs Adobe of fucking entertainment. Like at this point, I've said this before. I associate, you know how on the thumbnails for movies and TV shows, they, they put the, the red N on it. I associate that with low quality. If I see a movie with the N logo on it, I just think, OK, that has to be shit. And even if it's not shit... Even if it's a show that's good, they're going to cancel it after two seasons maximum. That's another thing everybody starts pointing out is, well, sometimes you guys do make good shows and then you just fucking cancel them. So what's even the point? You know, getting invested in these fucking things. Their platform sucks ass. And then, of course, they also have those problems of their employees being actual fucking like censorious fascists who want to literally remove shit that they personally don't like to the point where they sabotage their own company where Netflix employees were leaking (laughs) internal company data because they were pissed off at fucking Dave Chappelle. I I guess that is also a factor in Netflix saying, okay, we we can't have like arsonists working for us. Like if you don't like it, just fucking leave. If you cultivate that kind of environment, you deserve to go under anyway. Yeah. Why have people working for you that don't want to actually work? At the company. They need to get their shit together. Once I'm done with Better Call Saul, I'm also canceling my subscription. It's the only oh. thing keeping me there right now. Speaking of which, I caught up. Oh, and nice. Now I'm going to have to VPN for Netflix to watch Better Call Saul Season 6. Because I don't really feel like paying for AMC+. Plus. Mm-hmm. I'm excited, okay. though. The show is great. Thank God earlier we had a really incredible ad read for ExpressVPN. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love Saul. Fucking... The only reason I use Netflix is for 
to watch the odd movie here and there that isn't produced by them. Just like, because they, over in Australia, they actually have a pretty good catalogue of like old classic movies. Um, and also uh, stand-up comedy is pretty good on Netflix mostly. Like, there's some good comics on there that I like <sighs> watching. But other than that, yeah, no. Kind of. I mean, for every Dave Chappelle, there's like 10 Hannah Gadsby specials, you know. Yeah, I don't have to... I don't click on those, though, obviously. I, I know which I know. comedians I like, and they're mostly all on there. Even but Louis C.K., which point, didn't remove. It, just from a... The whole point of streaming games and movies and shit was supposed to be convenience. And at this point, it's starting to become more convenient to just pirate shit. Because another reason Netflix is losing their fucking stock prices it's that like a lot of shows are pulling out of netflix you know they're just going to their own streaming platforms like disney took all their shit from there and decided hey we're just gonna stream this on our own disney plus shit they lost the office i think you know that sort of stuff keeps happening yeah, yeah. Like, most... why the fuck would i go ahead i was gonna say the most offensive one is amc amc has fucking three shows breaking bad Mad Men and Walking Dead. Why would they start Mad their own? Good, why would they start their own streaming service though? I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know a single sane human being that's going to pay for AMC Plus. There's nothing on that goddamn network. This shit is hurting people like me the most. Where it's you don't watch a particular <laughs> brand or network. You just know what show you want specifically to see. So it's like you exactly. have to fucking play run around and go, well, wait, is this on Amazon? No. Oh, okay. It's on Netflix now. Oh, yeah. uh, shit. Wait, is it? What? Oh, wait, no. Dis- Disney's on Disney Plus, So, but I don't have Disney Plus. Maybe it's still on here with a VPN. It's like, fuck this. I, I've turned back to pirating tons of shows now when I didn't used to because I know what I want to watch. I told, I told Jackson. Like, at this point, just going to a pirate site is so much more convenient. And yeah. in this day and age, it, we, we have now, like, a new crop of pirate sites where as long as you have an ad block, they're literally easier to use than Netflix. Like, their video players are better than Netflix's built-in one. They don't buffer as much, and I get better quality. Yeah. Allegedly. But, um, Hypothetically, not wait. that I do any of that stuff. You're, you're talking about how the cost is an issue, but you're, you're, you're watching something. You were going to pay for that anyway. Like, if you were an actual consumer of the product, you would have paid for access to the television show. You would have paid for the movie or something. So no, doesn't it still make it more convenient God. that you're getting it in a subscription See, like, package? Well, here's here's a great example. No. Here's here's a good example I just tested on how fucking convoluted and shitty this is. I just Googled where to watch The Office. So the first link that you get recommended is Netflix. You go to Netflix to watch The Office, and it says, oh, this title isn't available in your country. So you go back. The next link is watch The Office streaming on Peacock, which is like NBC's premium thing. But you only get the first one to five seasons free, and then you have to get Peacock Premium. So then you go, okay, maybe I don't want to sign up for Peacock Premium just for The Office. Then there's the next result is an article on how to watch The Office now that it's off Netflix. And then you get Amazon, which has the entire series, but you have to buy it individually. It's it's like, this fucking well, sucks. That's what I mean. That was, that was always the alternative, though, is just buying the thing and consume it at your own leisure. At least I know. now you, you can pay and, a much and smaller And I'd rather amount. do that. I'd rather just buy the whole show in bulk than have to worry about a fucking subscription that I'm not going to use and have to you fucking You don't have to worry with. about the subscription generally, though. You can cancel it immediately. Yeah, but Jackson, the point is more so that, like, every month it gets more expensive. They keep jacking up the price, and they keep giving us less and less for it. 
Right, they, and I don't want to have to. I, I agree. I agree that Netflix is a shitty product, and, but uh, I don't. Dis- I don't agree that like streaming isn't a better system. But overall. Jackson, you're you're completely discarding convenience. Like, if I want to buy a Blu-ray of The Office, I go to the store, I buy the Blu-ray. I own the show. I can now watch it at any time. I paid a flat rate per season or whatever. It's less convenient. You had to go out and buy it. Yeah, but Jackson, the convenience <laughs> okay. argument is off the table. You don't get to argue convenience anymore when pirate sites are far more convenient. I don't even need an account for them. But also, All I need is an unethical and illegal. But wow. Jackson, the difference is that if I go, argument, isn't if it? I do this online, <laughs> I have to track down the place where it's streaming. Then I have to create a new account for it, giving them all this information. Then I have to make sure that I watch it within a timely range. Otherwise, I'm going to have that subscription and not use it. And then when I want to cancel it, I have to go through whatever convoluted cancellation process there is. It's usually not that big of an issue in my experience. I mean, having said that, I'm still paying for Nintendo online because i keep forgetting to cancel that exactly and that's literally part of their business model they want you to forget they want you to make mistakes because that's free money usually i'm pretty good with it though but you aren't everybody there's tons and tons and tons of people who have subscriptions it's the same shit that banks do with credit cards they go oh here's this awesome offer and sign up for this card and we'll give you this like advance and this and that they want you to charge something to it and forget about it and make a mistake and have a late fee or not remember to pay it or go oh I, fuck i didn't remember i signed up for this it's the whole I still system firmly believe in my conspiracy theory that all these websites make the majority of their money off of people who just forgot to cancel their free trial Yes, it's yeah, very yeah, possible. That's like gyms. Gyms make most gyms, of their money yes, off people yeah. who sign up for like a New Year's resolution and never come back and never cancel. That's why gyms make you go in person to cancel. Yeah, same yeah, fucking shit. Sense. And I don't think it's a good system to support. Streaming initially was a really great alternative because TV was so predatory and expensive and fucking trash. But now they're becoming just as predatory. It fucking sucks. How? Uh, what? What? I just I don't still think, think so. I completely disagree. Yeah. It's. It's definitely more convenient if you just pirate it, yeah. I suppose. But it's not like it's just as predatory. It's just a lot of streaming services now have popped up. Why, what, well, that's yeah, my point. Why, why are we... That doesn't make it no, predatory. Wait, why are we, it doesn't. Why are we removing the onus from, like, consumers? Why, why is it predatory just because they need to click a cancel subscription button? I don't understand how that's predatory. I, I would agree <laughs> it's not predatory. But again, it's just becoming TV. Netflix announced that there were... I'm going yeah. to introduce advertising. No, like, I agree. What, okay, like, what's I, the fucking point of, then? You yeah, know? I think the package is getting worse and the yeah, quality absolutely. of the services are it's getting worse. It's just not worse, predatory. It's just there's so many services okay, now, so predi- it's Okay, predatory was the wrong word. I meant it's becoming bloated and yeah, overinflated. Bloated's fine. Well, yeah, no, not predatory. Bloated. bloated is better, what I'm trying to say. I still mm-hmm. think that the system that we have now is of more value to consumers and is more convenient and expedient to consumers than older systems, though. I, I definitely think it's getting worse with the proliferation of a whole bunch of different streaming services and the quality is going down on them. But for, like, how much is Netflix? $10 a month? For $10 a month and getting access to a whole bunch of shows for a month, it's like the Games Pass argument. There's, there's, an, there's an, like... A massive amount of value there to the average consumer right but it only it's only worth the value when there's less competition because then otherwise you have all these things that you do want specifically that you're not going to get from it it's like it's like the indie bundle sometimes where they go hey get a hundred games for five dollars it's like how good can those games possibly be and most of the time they're not 
Which is why you don't let your subscription lapse and, and keep paying for and, something that and you're not going to use. And welcome to where they get their money. People let the subscription lapse. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. But like, that's, I don't, I really, like, again, I don't think that's predatory. I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a knock on the system or anything. I, I think again, that's on the predatory was sure the wrong word, but... But again, it's it's it's, not it's a problem it, of um, bloat and inflation and the market getting more saturated. You know, your val- your dollar dollar loses value as they lose exclusivity or as they lose products you want. Right, and as it becomes more of a hassle for me to watch something legally on your sites than it is illegally, and like literally, like I said, even the quality is better, uh, better and faster. Like, why am I even paying you ten bucks? Fuck you. Hasn't it always been the easiest to do illegal no, things? So though? that's why they're illegal. Piracy no, actually no, started to, to dwindle a bit tedious. because yeah, because it used to yeah. be a lot harder to get the torrents, and it was always a lot riskier. So when streaming really started to take off, most people who pirated their shit just switched to just paying for streaming because it was cheaper. Yep. You got a lot for it, and you didn't have to do nearly as much work. You didn't have to rely on someone's seating or anything. It was just all around an easier, more convenient way. And there's also the that, industry that is- shift as well. Like with uh, movies, constant pirated movies would be terrible fucking quality. Yeah. They'd be ripped from a movie theater. They'd have foreign subs hard-coded onto them. Like it would suck. But now, especially with streaming, getting movies straight to them or how it worked, it, it became better to just go, no, I'll just watch it there. But now it's the opposite. Where it, the just, piracy maybe it's to be different so- because I was... Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say maybe it's different because I was a kid... Oh, not a kid, but you know, a teenager with no money. So pirating was more convenient for me, even if I had to jump through those hoops, because the opposite was not having money. But <laughs> you still had to run the, the risk of like, if you were trying to pirate like an Adobe software or something, you still had to go through the risk of oh, what if it's a virus or whatever, and you're not smart enough to like protect yourself mm-hmm. against that. And it got to the point still that piracy was still so popular that almost every software these days looked at this shit and they went okay you know what fuck it like kids are going to pirate our shit why don't we just instead offer a student license that's like 10 percent of our actual price so we can cut into the piracy market a little bit and yeah nowadays it's just so much easier i mean you can literally get like a fucking seat box with a plex server and have all your shows on it and yeah also piracy is like one of the best ways to preserve shit too even you could make an argument that piracy is a good way to preserve some arts even i mean think of all the instances where uh streaming services announced that they were removing specific episodes of old shows because oh, they were God, now yeah, rest in peace, Penny to, uh, because they were too uh offensive for our day and age well you know where you can still find that fucking episode is on pirate sites as a data file, as a fucking yeah, MP4 file there's, that no one can take um, from you. There's a famous quote from Gabe Newell that piracy is a service issue. And I, I agree. I don't think any of us are saying that, you know, that we're pirating it because of the money or the price or any of that, unless it's ridiculous. But to give you another good example on that, Kaya, I recently watched a South Park episode that in its initial broadcast, I believe, it wasn't censored. But then later on reruns, it was literally like they beeped some of the dialogue out and censored entire like pieces of dialogue. Um, and mm-hmm. now they, they do not air the episode anymore ever. It is not on their streaming service of South Park. It's just gone. And it was initially because they did an episode about Muhammad and uh, mm-hmm. the network received death threats that if they aired the episode, like some shit would go down. So South Park themselves responded by having Kyle monologue about how like 
I learned today that you can get anything you want through threats of violence. You know, if you if you aren't happy with something, just call in a threat of violence and you'll get everything and it'll be okay. And the network, Comedy Central, was so scared they bleeped Kyle's entire speech during rebroadcast and everything. <laughs> I, I remember the only, that. <laughs> the only place you can watch that episode, as well as three other religious episodes that they pulled from the air, is through pirating. They're not on their streams. They don't air them on TV anymore. You have to pirate it if you want it. If you want the full, complete and, collection of the show, that's the only way to get it. And again, like piracy even beats DVD sets at this point. Uh, you can make the argument, okay, well, I can just buy the old shows on the DVDs and shits. Uh, we're now moving into the age where hardware manufacturers are stepping into the uh, digital rights management shits. Uh, Windows is rolling out a feature on... Uh, CPUs called Pluton that AMD agreed to integrate so that uh, Intel I think and what it basically would allow is let Windows shut down pirate content on the CPU level like what are you gonna do you know go in there with a, li a literal like soldering kit to work <laughs> on your CPU right? <laughs> it's piracy does a lot of good sure you can argue that it's unethical and Hopefully, if you do enjoy something, you'll find a nice way to somehow give the creators money. That's still, what I was going to say. I think I think piracy is good for preservation, but at the cost of the continuation of the of the thing. Because obviously, if it doesn't get monetary support, how is it meant to continue? Well, that's how are these people meant to continue making new things. For that's you? the game rom argument. So for a good example on that is a lot of Another people... Another great example, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people Bronze. save game ROMs because they're like, hey, I want to continue to play, let's, I don't know, random game, like Super Mario Kart. They're like, hey, I want to keep playing Super Mario Kart. Let me go to the Nintendo Switch shop. Oh, they don't sell it on the Switch shop as a, an emulator. Okay, uh, let me check Nintendo's website. Oh, they don't sell SNES games anymore. Uh, let me try to do this and that. Maybe they have a sell an official emulator. No, no. So eventually you realize that if you want to legitimately play this game, you can't buy it from the company. You have to buy it used. Yeah. Like, that's the only way. So Nintendo would not be making any profit whatsoever if you bought this game at, like, a used game store. And yet they still have all these legislations and regulations like no no piracy no roms no this no that even though if you wanted to buy the game from the company you cannot do it so what else are you gonna do you have to pirate it that's absolutely the situation where i think piracy is the answer and that in that situation i think piracy is even ethical but i wasn't necessarily talking about nintendo when i made my previous point i was talking about the small studios that really do require support Oh yeah, I don't think many people pirate actively. things from small studios, though, right? Like, I I can't really think of any small studio that's come out and been like, "Yeah, we lost millions of dollars due to people pirating our RPG Maker game." Like, usually small I've, I've studios seen, are supported pretty well. No, anything, I, I've seen I've seen articles, but like, I don't, I don't have anything to point to currently. Well, I think in a lot of instances, those studios, if anything, get fucked over by their own publishers and by the big guy. Oh, like, yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. yeah, yeah. What I, game I was fully... it? Go ahead, Kai. Sorry. There was a game that Jackson likes. Jackson, the, one of your favorite games, and they announced that they made a deal with PlayStation that their game was going to be launched on the PlayStation Play Pass or whatever uh, the fuck it's called. Oh, oh yeah, world, thank you. Mm -hmm. And as a result, they made like only 10% of the sales that they would have made. And they, you know, the CEO literally had to announce, yeah, we got fucked over big time by PlayStation. Like, all of it yeah. was legal. 
I personally I love the developer of Oddworld, Lorne Lanning. He's great, but this is like the fifth time that this has happened. So at some point, <laughs> yeah, I'll learn your at some point I gotta me. wonder what's yeah. I fully but, believe know, in the happening. concept of voting with your wallet and like supporting things that it just it just throw money at shit that you like. And I think a lot of people are starting to get into that too now. But the idea of like, let's say you pirate some music, and you're like, oh wow, that album was really good. Go back to their website, buy a legit copy. Or go to their fucking, like, band camp and donate some money, you know? Because try before you buy. So if you want to mm-hmm. watch a show and you don't want to sign up for a stupid fucking streaming service and you don't want to support the bloat of the industry or any of that, then yeah, pirate it, watch it, move on. But if you consume, like, a smaller piece of media or there's a thing you really want to support, then yeah, you can try it through piracy and then go back and you can always buy a legitimate copy, buy another copy for a friend, you know? You don't have to just be one and done with piracy. You can still go back and support the work. You know, that's what people need to do. How many people? How many people actually do that? Yeah, use use piracy as like a a demo of the game. And unfortunately, it's going to be a really small number. And unfortunately, yeah, yeah, I mean, you're never going to stop thieves. Like, there's always going to be people, even if they have the means and the money, they're still just going to pirate it because it's free, and there's nothing you can do. Yeah, that's just always going to be there. Oh well, yeah. Oh, people what pirate our show. Fucking... Didn't we talk about that? Oh yeah. <laughs> people was... pirate our that's Patreon episodes immoral. left and right. Mm. Who cares? We're not gonna. You can't. Well, we can't that, stop that's that. That's at least fun because the way those pirate podcast platforms work is you can always claim ownership of your podcast feed. So I usually do that, and I replace our entire MP3 catalog with fart sounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, what, um, we, would pre- we prefer you don't pirate our show, but realistically, we can't stop all of you, so... Oh, well. Yeah, and no hard We need feelings. to make one yeah. big example, though, so yeah. if you if you pirated our show, can you send us your information? Yeah, and we'll Jeff Pulaski, we know you stole our show, you son of a bitch. Fuck you. Let's just sue Brady, <laughs> just like an effigy. Let's make him our scapegoat. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take his house. What if you could... What if you could... I feel like piracy would be a much bigger issue if you could pirate Twitch subs, Twitch Prime, or whatever it's called. If you could, like, sub to a streamer without actually paying them. Because... Um, I mean, I'm sure people of... share Twitch accounts. I'm sure that's a thing. Yeah, I guess that's a form of piracy. But I was thinking, like, uh, Andrew, you were saying, like, you should support the shows that you, you know, you want to support, mm-hmm. the games that you want to support with money. Mm-hmm. Throw money at them or whatever. That's basically what what Twitch is. Like True. people actively throw money at the things that they support and watch, and and that's a system that really works well. True, very true. So we just need to learn how to pirate that, and then we're good. Yeah, we need to download streamers into our homes. <laughs> like that Lucy Lou episode from Futurama. Yeah, God, get a makeout bot. Yeah, but that's not Bastion. <laughs> that was Lucy Lou. Okay. Full circle. Nice callback, Jackson. Yeah. This was Thank all you. just that's one long baby. argument from Jackson. Did any of yeah, you guys Bast- besides Bastion. me play Overwatch 2? No, it looked no. bad. It's just, yeah, it's pretty sad. Yeah. <laughs> Is it diverse, like though? 1.2. They, they added one new character. Uh, How is that a sequel, then? It's, it's not a sequel, it's, not, it's just an update. Oh uh, my god, then fucking call it Overwatch subtitle, not Overwatch 2. 
Well, the Overwatch call anything. The Overwatch Two refers to their PVE mode, which they haven't even shown yet. So I don't know what the fuck the point was. It's so dumb. It is so that whole fucking franchise. Well, it's not even a franchise. That game is just so dead. It was actually popping for like a day or two, but it's just after six years, that's the best you can do. Like it's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Well, no shit that it's dead. It's still the fucking same game. Yeah, it's just. So why didn't they just do anything? Why didn't they just update the original game? They did. So but, it is an update to the original game, but it's now oh. slapped as Overwatch Two. Oh, okay. It's more like a marketing bra- yeah. branding push. Yeah. Okay, I see. But yeah, uh, it looked it looked like Overwatch, so I skipped it. Oh, I feel like most people would have. Yeah, it's pretty dead. Um, do you guys, Charlie? How was Creator Clash? Did you have fun? Oh, you I were commentating. A, I had a great time actually. That was the most fun like creator boxing event, and just generally one of the most well put together creator events I've seen. Ian and Anissa had an incredible team there. They had like an actual full like Showtime budget TV studio put it together, so it was like real legitimate boxing and all of the fighters put it all on the line mm-hmm. fucking ryan mcgee versus alex ernst in round two or uh, the second fight was absolutely nuts i can't believe he survived he ended up having to go to the hospital i believe it was crazy did he break his nose yeah his nose got fucked yeah it was my so favorite good. one every fight was entertaining it yeah. wasn't a weak uh, one uh, we probably all got different favorite fright- fights so Andrew, what was your favorite fight? Oh, man. Um, that's a hard question. I think my favorite for me was probably Harley Morenstein versus Ego Raptor because I was just the most invested. So we had met uh, Harley on the podcast, and I also talked with him a lot at the pre-party before the event. And then Ego Raptor, um, I'm you know pretty friendly with because of, uh, uh, what's the term? Mutual Newgrounds friends. So I just felt between the two of them, I kind of knew them on the same level. So I really couldn't tell who I wanted to win. I just felt torn. I wanted I wanted uh, Harley to win as soon as he came out as as Snake. Oh yeah, yeah, I, that was cute. I mean, the fact he was just so much bigger than Aaron as well, it was probably a gimme that he would win. But I I don't know. I was rooting for both. <laughs> I was so split. Uh, in the, there was a promo thing. That, that guy, I think it was the weigh-in or something, mm-hmm. and it was I, I saw a clip of it. it was just Harley for like three minutes talking about how like pathetic Ego Raptors fans. Are. <laughs> it's just yeah. insulting them. It's like furries online yeah. and stuff like that. I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. She's going in. Uh, my favorite was definitely the Michael Reeves. I know you're gonna say one. Michael yeah. Reeves just was like an actual fighter. He looked so good up there. Yeah, he was so. His good. movement was fucking top notch as well. He was the only fighter that was actually slipping punches. He was yeah. the only one that looked like he had like actually rehearsed how to move and like yeah. bob and weave. Everyone did great, especially since this is the first time I think any of them have ever even been hit. But Michael Reeves went like an extra mile with his training. It feels like. Yeah, he he was really good and fun to watch as well. Oh yeah, he was like super passionate. Every about single it. fight was good, just straight up. They were. They, the women's so match was also even really Matt good. Watson's as short as it was. It was just spectacularly entertaining. I missed that one. What what happened? Did he get knocked out? Oh, immediately? Yeah. Yeah. Dad full charged him out <laughs> the gate. He sprinted at him and just let loose a flurry of blows. <laughs> and in twenty two seconds, the the ref called it. 
There was one. Oh, there was one punch that Dad slipped through that hit him square in the middle of the face, and his entire upper half of his body rocked back. It was incredible. They I can't believe it was still standing. Like I know they replayed that blow all throughout the night. It was insane. That is absolutely why I wouldn't do a boxing event just on the chance that that happens to me. Yeah, just a twenty-second match. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, it was it was great. So we, it we, was a really really good event. I got to fight next time. Did you, already, did you already say your favorite, Charlie? Yeah, mine was the Ryan McGee Alex Ernst fight. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So would you guys? I guess Andrew just answered that yeah. for himself. But would you guys do a do a boxing match at all? I think? wouldn't want to. I I don't want to get hurt, and I also wouldn't want to <laughs> hurt somebody. Uh, so I don't think I would ever actually fight someone, but I do want to do boxing training just because it seems like a really fun thing to do, like good cardio and just actual goals to be hit there. But I wouldn't mm-hmm. want to actually but fight someone. You still have to fight people in training. Yeah, spa- sure, that's right? sparring. That's sparring. I, I don't want to like actually go out there and have someone trying to hurt me and vice versa. Yeah, fair. I'd fight. I don't, I, I, I don't know. I feel like I'd probably try it maybe once. Would you be up for it, Andrew? <laughs> you and I can get some training at the warehouse. We'll set up like a Ooh. little ring and everything and like actually train. That'd be kind of yeah. fun. At the very least, I'll definitely train, see how I like it. Yeah. All right, let's look into that. That might be a fun idea. That is a fun idea. Dad, I'm looking at pictures now. Dad actually looks like a lunatic. Who, yeah. who is Dad? You actually, I'm surprised you don't recognize him right away. This is an OG YouTuber. He was Nathan Barnett. He was... Oh, the stuntman? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah, Dad okay. is like a like a character he plays. Uh, gotcha. yeah. Well, he, he looks unhinged. He looks like he's about to fucking go for the cameraman. Yeah. Next in that photo. Allegedly, he was training ten hours a day for his fight. So, it <laughs> looked like yeah. It. He apparently went hard on fucking he, training for it. Besides Doctor Mike, I'd say he was probably in like the best fighting shape. And Alex, mm-hmm. I did a thing was nuts. Alex, yeah. I did a thing could be like a legitimate fighter, like a professional. Doctor oh, Mike yeah. though was like, oh my god, what a Chad! His physique was insane. Yeah, it was. But I, I watched that fight and I was like, quite disappointed by the final fight because there were some really cheap shots in that one. Well, not on purpose though. You're talking about when Doctor Mike did the glove touch and the sli- glove touch, yeah. yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't think... I really just can't imagine he meant to. I think he just got so excited that the second the gloves touched, he just... He let it rip and just... It was a bit too soon. I don't think it was on purpose. Uh, I don't really care if it's on purpose or not. I think I still feel like it's cheap. Yeah, fuck yeah. that guy. Take his channel down. Yeah. Give him... Give, take away those abs. I will say, though, it was really entertaining in the, the round after that. They went for the glove touch again, and Ian was, like, really, like, stepped yeah, back Yeah, he was ready it. for yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. He dafted. Oh, man. That was also... <laughs> that was a funny... Fun than- that was a funny one, though, in terms of, uh, like, entertainment value, because Dr. Mike was the only guy who got booed. Which oh, I found yeah, funny. They, yeah. yeah, they had, like, a villain there. Yeah, he was the only villain of the night just because iDubbbz was running it. <laughs> Classic YouTubers. <laughs> the, the villain of the night is like the certified doctor. Yeah, a doctor who I, saves lives. Not, not only that, yeah. I think his channel's the biggest out of everybody there. No, so the biggest out of all the fighters was Ian. Ian is the uh, the biggest one that stepped into the ring. Really? Oh, What's really? Ian at right now? He's at 7.9 No, Dr. Mike's at 9.6. 
What? I thought he was Doctor, at six million. No, he's got like almost ten million. Hey, is that oh, nine point four? Right. Yeah. Of course he does. No, he was the biggest channel. Oh, I didn't know that. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, and yet he got booed when he walked in. <laughs> so I read some people saying that uh, Mike was holding back as well. Do you no, guys agree with that? I, I was. I was right on the ring. Absolutely not. I really think Mike wanted to knock Ian out. I think Mike really wanted to like put put himself out there as like a legitimately good good boxer. Yeah. This you have to keep in mind. Mike's been training boxing ten years, but this was his first actual fight. So I, I just don't think he was holding back. Mm-hmm. He's been training for 10 years? Yeah, I think he just does it as like a like a workout thing, not as he like said, a competitive uh, thing. He said he's been doing boxing in his time since middle school. Yeah. Yeah, but he's, wow. he hasn't oh, had a legitimate geez. fight. And how long has, has Ian been training for? Nine months. Ten months. What a insane man. Putting himself in a ring with a man with like 10 years. Yeah. He's also one of the only two fights that went the distance. Yep, only two fights went all five rounds. It was yep. Ryan McGee, Alex Ernst, and I-dubs, Dr. Mike. And mm-hmm. both times, someone's nose got fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, noses are the main things that get fucked in fights. Yeah. Which makes sense. They're in the center of your face. Easy to break, target. yeah. 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 Alrighty, uh, I need to get to sleep, so we'll, we'll wrap there. Okay. All right. Yep. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's episode of the official podcast. Let us know what animals uh, you find to be the most dangerous below. I'm curious to know if I missed any. Actually, thinking about that, I think Africa would still have the most dangerous animals because they have hippos and stuff. Yeah, hippos go. Regardless. Hippos go wild. Uh, All right. (laughs) Thanks, everyone. Patreon.com slash the official podcast for bonus episodes, iTunes, ratings, all that good stuff. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone.